People First podcast is a show presented by the people with learning disabilities for our friends and the community. We are talking about issues that are important to us and interview interesting guests to find out new information. This is our way to make a difference. Hello and welcome to the People First podcast. Today we are happy to welcome Wendy from Down Syndrome Bradford who has come into our office today to answer some questions so we can find out more about the group that she works for. Welcome to the show Wendy. Thank you. What is Down Syndrome, Bradford, and how did it start? Thank you. Yeah, we are a charity based in Bingley. Um, We're actually called Down Syndrome Training and Support Service. We had the Bradford removed a long time ago now because we have people come from all over, not just Bradford, to use our charity. Um, It started in September 2000, a long time ago. Right. when my son was two years old. So I've got a son with Down syndrome. He's 25 now. I was hoping he would come in here today, but it's his only day off work, and he'll be chilling on his Xbox. Mm. So, so yes, it started by myself and a few other families who had children who were two years old, and it's just grown and grown and grown over the last 20-odd years. It's become a bit right. big now, yeah. Thank you. What services do you offer? We offer an awful lot of services. Are you ready for the list? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've just been speaking to somebody about this this morning, so it's a big, long list. Um, I'll start off with the fun stuff, I think. We have um, a youth club on a Friday night, uh, and that's in Bingley. Our centre's got uh, a basement and then two floors, and then the upper floor's an attic, and that's where we run the youth clubs. It's a big youth club, and that's every Friday night. We have um, dancing sessions um, for children aged 5 to 11, and then an older dance group called Dance 21, and that runs weekly um, at Footsteps Theatre School in Idle. Uh, We have family Saturday sessions. We use a church hall, and families come and have some fun with us and meet other families who've got a young child with Down syndrome. Um, What are the other fun things we do? We had a summer trip to Bridlington this summer. Took a load of families on a coach. That was good because it was a sunny day. It didn't rain. Um, Then we do things like we do the therapy. We buy in um, speech and language therapists that come at the weekend to see children and young adults with Down syndrome. We've got about 50 young people involved in those groups. Yeah. Did you say, sorry, did you say 50? Yeah, about 50, yeah. yeah. They don't all come at the same time, luckily. No, no, Couldn't cope, but they're in groups of four or five children. And they come every, once a month, and they have a one-hour session with a speech therapist. We have an occupational therapist coming once a month. Um, and she sees four children each month 
and we have a physiotherapist coming once a month as well and we do that because it is so hard for children with Down syndrome and other needs um, to get the therapy that they need through the NHS I'm afraid but rather than, yeah, I've been speaking to somebody about it this morning, rather than continuing to try and campaign, if we can get the funding, we'll just do it ourselves. Because it's life's too short, isn't it? But pretty bad that you have to do that. It is. Mm. Yeah. It is. Very bad. But it's so needed, especially since lockdown. Um, you'll have known yourselves that the therapies, they all just disappeared, and then they were just picked up by telephone. And you can't do physiotherapy with a baby by telephone, yeah. can you? We do um, early intervention. There's, apparently there's been six babies with Down syndrome born this last two months in Bradford. Uh, so children come to us from when they're born and they come every fortnight with their parents and we do a lot of early intervention with them. And it's a five-year intervention programme that I wrote many years ago. And they come and they have all sorts of things that we can think of. Uh, and eventually we're getting them ready for school. So they're learning to read and do the number work and lots of things to do with the, the motor skills and if they need help learning how to feed and things. So we work on, on a lot of early intervention, which is really important because we want the children to go into a mainstream primary school. Yeah. and be the best they can be. And then my background is teaching, and so I do a lot of training. I go into schools to train the schools um, to get them ready for the children with Down syndrome. Okay, so we're very, very okay. busy. We've got a lot of things happening. We have um, a work project called I Can Work, uh, where we're trying to find... Well, we, we give placements for young adults with Down syndrome at our centre, but we also try to find them placements in the local community to work. I don't know, you do similar things here. Uh, last year we had two young girls start work at Specsavers at Girlington oh, right. in Bradford, so they work there two days a week. So so that's sort of the, the end goal, isn't it? To to get a job mm. and earn some money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, be the best you can be. Yeah. So so that's that's yeah, that's everything we're doing. I'm, I'm really impressed. Thank you. I am. <laughs> money to run your services? Well, I suppose it does, but in comparison to what some things cost in this country, <laughs> it doesn't cost that much really. Um, but it costs us about £13,000 a month. That's for all of our services, so our rent, our salaries, uh, and all the services I've just been listing. So I don't think it's that much really. I mean, it is a lot because you've got well, to find all that money. Um, but if you think how much it costs just to run just a, a small school or an hospital or things, it's a, it's not that much money, really, I don't think. Yeah. Well, to me, it sounds a lot to say it's a month. Yes. Oh, yeah, it's scary. You know, if, it, <sighs> if that does cost a year, yeah. I'd say, yeah. No, it's a lot of money, but, the, you know... Uh, services cost a lot of money and then there's all the the, the bills and we have our, a big building, you've got a building here and yeah. all that costs. Of course. Um, and then, then, yeah, we've got, I'm full-time and I've got two full-time staff now and probably about eight part-time staff. So so there's a salaries to pay as well. Yeah. How do you get funding? Do you get 
von den National Awards for Both. Uh, it's a big challenge, is funding. Um, yeah. We employ somebody who does that for us. Um, she's part of our team. So she's sort of doing the finances thing. We have got some National Lottery funding. And we got it in March 2020, just before lockdown. Uh, and that's due to expire in 2025. So next year we're going to be trying to find some more national lottery funding because that funds about 40% of everything. The rest of it comes from lots and lots of small funding bids. Mm. A lady called Charlotte's busy doing all the time and fundraising events. So so yes, that, that just that itself is a big job. Yeah, I as you can imagine. imagine. Yeah, yeah. Keep you busy. Yeah. Everything keeps us very busy, yeah, yeah. What kind of training do you offer? That's another big question, is that? Um, I suppose I could have listed it under the services, but we do... Um, over the years, I have written an awful lot of training courses. Um, so, like, next week we've got something called Introduction to Down Syndrome, and we offer that for free, and teachers and school staff come on that training. Um, and then we've got other courses, like Teaching Basic Number Skills... Uh, teaching children to read, um, a course on sexuality relationships education, which is really important. Uh, I do a lot of toilet training workshops, uh, a sleep workshop, behaviour workshops, uh, signing, so we do signing courses. So a lot of the training is aimed at the professionals, as in the teachers working with the children, but all the parents are welcome to attend all of our training. And so we do get parents attending training as well, which is really important, isn't it? Yeah. Um, because parents can of be uh, a big educator, can't they, for their yeah. children? Uh, so, yeah. so yes, it's, it's it, it, you know, we call the Down Syndrome Training and Support Service because for me, um, to get the best out of somebody, people need to know what they're doing, don't they? And everybody needs to have of some course, sort of training. Yeah. And that's not just in education, it's in health, isn't it? And social mm. yeah. care. Yeah. Uh, health is really important that the, the, the medical people know what they're yeah. doing with somebody with a learning disability, it, yeah. It, it covers everything, really, doesn't yes, it? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the first thing, isn't it, training? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are there volunteering opportunities at Down Syndrome Training and Support? Uh, yes, lots. And in fact, just before I came here, I've just been finishing a poster saying, please come and volunteer and help us. Um, and we're going to put it up at the local church because we want reliable volunteers, um, which usually tend to be people that are a little bit older, uh, to come along and um, help support some of the families while they're at our Saturday sessions or help support the children, sometimes parents will come to the centre and they've got more than one child with them and if we're working with a child with Down syndrome the other children need looking after so we need volunteers for things like that. I've asked for volunteers just to bake cakes for us uh, so that we can have them at our snack time at the centre um, but then people like we, we like volunteers to help in our youth club as well um, and so that there's a good vibe in there it's nice to have some young volunteers in there uh, and so, so yes, and then just volunteers that if they want to come and help uh, the admin side of stuff um, are welcome. So we're always looking for volunteers. And you're probably like us that during lockdown, I keep going about lock, lockdown, all the volunteers disappeared, didn't they? 
And so yeah. we've had to start again building up a good bank yeah, of volunteers. Yeah. yeah. I, ju I just had to go along myself. Yeah. Do you one? Right. Well, I suppose I've covered some of that when I've talked about our services because I suppose there's an overlap there. Did I mention that we had a summer trip out in the summer to Bridlington? I can't remember. But that we do things like that, that I, I sort of classes sort of like support uh, activities, which are events. Um, up until last year, every year in March, we had a big event to celebrate World Down Syndrome Day, where we'd go to Cedar Court Hotel for the weekend, which was a bit mad, um, and have a big dance and a big buffet, and then everybody stayed overnight. We're talking like 40-odd families here. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> and the next day was the best because everybody sort of had arrived for breakfast and uh, lots of children and lots of breakfast everywhere. Uh, so that's good fun. So we, do, we have done things like that. Um, but we replaced it this year with a big fundraising event at uh, Keefley Rugby Union and on at Steeton there. And it's oh, that. It's, yeah, nice. it's the first time we've done anything like that, and we had six live bands oh, and bounce was that castles the, was that the and one where, stalls. Was that the one where um, what was his name? Unless I'm getting Mitchell. George Webster. That's the guy. Yeah, I know of George since he was a baby. George came along and opened it for us. And we were really worried because the weather wasn't that brilliant. But we still had an aw a really good turnout and we raised something like £3,775. And so we've already booked for next year. Ooh. Oh, my goodness me. And that needs a lot of volunteers. And we needed an army of volunteers just to sort the car park out. When did this event next year... Is really interesting. Could you give details to Adam and our staff here? Because I think it would be really special if all of us, or those that can make it, came along to that because I think it would be really good to benefit. Definitely. Definitely. It makes me want to do, cry thinking about it. Do it was, uh... a my podcast and interview you or maybe a lot of other people as well as having fun. Yeah, I was going to say both. Yeah, you need a stall there, mm, yes. a podcast there, come and yes. dance to all the bands. Oh, yes. Eat the food. Because we've done it at a couple of events. Yes, I've not... I've done a few, but not many because they've been on weekends. But but next, but from now on, we want to really push out now and start getting out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it was the first time we did it this year, and so now we've now we know what we're doing. It shouldn't be as difficult next year, and we do want to have more stalls there. Yeah. And yeah, more, so. more bouncy castles. And <laughs> oh, the bouncy castle caused so much grief with health and safety. You don't, no. you just don't believe it. I'm not surprised. You do not believe it. So, so yes, so it was a bit of an issue with the bouncy castle. I think it had been really windy the week, the week before, uh, and so there was a lot of worry about keeping the bouncy castle safe. Ah, so maybe cross that one out. Maybe, uh, maybe uh, in its place, maybe like... Um, 
one of those when you're strapped in on like a trampoline and you just once I know you, what you mean. And yeah. you stand on a trampoline, a harness comes round you and it it's like sat in a swing in the park, but mm-hmm. you you bounce on a trampoline. I think they're safer. They're very expensive though. Yeah. Like, the bouncer castle was expensive, but they were even more expensive. But now we know how when it went this year, we would really like to be invited next. Yeah. Was it March? It's July the 14th next year. Oh, God, maybe some nice summery weather. Fingers crossed. Yes, that's what we need. Wendy, what is your favourite part of this job? Oh, that's a tricky one. I'll start with working with the babies. I love working with the babies. Um, And we have the babies in once every... On a Monday every fortnight, and I've already mentioned we've had six new babies born. Um, if all the babies turned up at once that we're working with, we've got about 16 babies. Uh, luckily, they don't all turn up at once. But working with the babies and supporting their parents and seeing them develop, I love doing that. I love spreading the word, so it's lovely to be here and uh, talking to you a lot and making your podcast. And I really enjoy going into schools and training teaching staff because I know then that we're trying, we are hopefully making a difference uh, to the lives of the children with Down syndrome that are in that school. So, so yeah, I'm just on a mission, you see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I do right. enjoy my job, yeah. yeah. What are Down syndrome's training and support plans for the future? Oh, uh, to keep going, really. Yeah, to keep going as best we can. Um, and to keep rising to the challenges as they arise. We do want to grow the working project to get some more young adults into employment. And one of our um, new projects this year is called, we've not given it a full title yet, but it's something like Independent Living Project or Independent Living Skills. Because the the basement at our centre, we've... um, We've made a bedroom and a living room and a kitchen and I've been writing a programme through the summer um, to work on independent living skills. So we envisage that somebody age 18 plus will come along who wants to learn how to do things in the home to live on their own and we'll support them through this 10-week programme of doing things. So that's sort of the, sort of the, the near future in the distance future, just to keep going, really. Yeah. To get the funding to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. It right. sounds great. Where can our listeners go if they want to find out more information on your service? I think the best place to go would be onto our website. Mm, that's got an awful lot of um, information on there about all the different services and all the training and also about how to volunteer. Yeah, he's also got information about what Down syndrome is and how to help somebody with Down syndrome on there. Mm-hmm. So it's at www because we've all got to say that, haven't we? And it's Down D O W N syndrome Bradford because we have got the old domain name dot <laughs> um, com. So it's Down syndrome Bradford dot com. So we have got the Bradford in there at the end. That's the last of our questions and the end. Of- of this week's show. Thank you again to Wendy for coming in and talking to us about 
Down syndrome training and support. We have enjoyed the opportunity to learn about and other local service and we hope our show can help make more people aware of what you offer. Is there anything else you would like to add before we head in the show? Ah, I don't think so, apart from to say thank you very much. I've really enjoyed meeting you all and having that opportunity to talk about what we do. And uh, and yes, to, to work towards the 14th of July next year when we have our big fundraising event. Well, there's like, share, follow, a show, make books, Instagram, and chat. But by us, this is for my first podcast. Thank you for listening.